This is On the Block with Stricken Bach. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big 8 tournament champion. 93-7 The Ticket veteran and Bill Callahan fan club president, Jake Bakovic. I love Billy Steele. Coming at you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Sponsored by the Mercado by Certified Piedmontese. This is On the Block with Stricken Bob. Hold up. Happy Tuesday to all the ticket listeners out there. I am Jake Bakubin, and he is Nate Brennan, subbing in for the Husker Hall of Famer, longtime NBA vet Eric Strickland, who's down at NBA Summer League in Las Vegas. We will uh, see. We might be able to connect with him before the show is over, but he's gotten some important meetings with, admittedly, more important people than me. So uh, that's uh, that's what's going on with Strick today. But we might be able to catch up with him. Uh, we are planning on catching up with Robin Washett uh, here in a little bit to kind of break down uh, what uh, Fred Hoiberg had to say today. Of course, it's been a busy few days probably for him looking for a replacement for Amaran Gates. Sounds like some good news. Derek Walker uh, might be shooting some threes this year. Oh, that'd, that'd there you fun. go. That's that'd, something that Strick will be very happy to talk about when he gets back because yeah. he's been saying that that's, uh, that's what he needs his game to evolve to. Uh, and you wonder how much of that maybe means – uh, more, you know, w- w- a new role for Derek Walker, maybe as a stretch four instead of the five that he's kind of been forced to play because right. they didn't really have a five. Um, and uh, so we'll kind of see how that goes. Uh, also, the news of the day, I think probably Marquis Steph has entered the transfer portal uh, out of Nebraska's running back room. There are plenty of uh, running backs, obviously, still to choose from, but uh, uh, it it maybe never lived up to the hope or hype that he came from as a transfer from USC. Um, but uh, still, had his had his uh, big hundred yard game against Fordham last year, and then uh, disappeared. Really and that's been uh, you know hit and miss running backs and, and 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 choosing which guy to run with has been a problem throughout the Scott Frost tenure. And we'll see. Hopefully, that does not continue. And we'll probably talk about that here in a little bit. Uh, but we want to open up with some. Casey Thompson talk because uh, we've, of course, been talking about Chubba Purdy over the last couple days as well. Uh, some of his comments and uh, the fact that he wants a, a he, he at least hopes for a fair chance to get that starting quarterback spot. Of course, a lot of people nationally and locally figure it's just going to be Casey Thompson's. Uh, so let's get into some of that commentary. This is J.D. Pickle of On3 Sports talking about Casey Thompson uh, and his uh, his fit here at Nebraska. Went to Texas. A lot of people in Austin would tell you he kind of got a bad rap there. Whatever. He's in Nebraska now. This is his shot, too. His back's against the wall, too. Both Nebraska and Casey Thompson are in hungry dog backed into a corner mode. Let me tell you, you don't want to be standing between that hungry dog and whatever his next meal is. And for Casey Thompson and Nebraska to be so aligned, I think this is a match made in heaven. They're both in prove-it mode. They're both in survive-in-advance mode. And I think to have a quarterback and a program be on such the same page in terms of we got to find a way to eat, I think that's going to bode well. I really do. There you have it, J.D. Pickle of On3 Sports. Uh, feeling like Nebraska and Casey Thompson are kind of in a similar position 
Uh, Nate, I know you wanted to talk about this. It, it, do you feel the, the same way? Do you feel that uh, Casey Thompson's kind of backed into a corner? Yeah, I, I think what's most fascinating about this is I, I looked into J.D. Pickle, obviously, here in Nebraska. We probably don't know him as much for on three because we have our local guys. This guy is a, a national college football podcaster for on three. So th- this is from the national perspective. This isn't from a, a Nebraska close within the program perspective. And I think that's what's so fascinating is most people assume that Casey Thompson is the starter. And, and I have to agree with what he said too. And that's why I think it is a match made in heaven is that everyone here, or at least you would assume everyone here is on the same page. And I don't know if maybe that, it doesn't include Chubba Purdy. I, I don't know what, what's been said behind closed doors to him. I don't know what's been said behind closed doors to Logan Smothers. But as I've said, you brought in Casey Thompson with Power 5 experience. You didn't bring him to sit on the bench. Like You didn't. And I know he did have his fair share of criticism at Texas, and that's going to happen when you play for a national brand like Texas, especially if you play for a national brand like Nebraska. Adrian Martinez Right or wrong, got his fair share of criticism well, too. Especially when you go five and seven. Right? Especially, yeah. and that's the thing is, you get your fair share of criticism at the at these programs. But I, I like what he said, saying that it's a match made in heaven because his back is against the wall. Like if you're Casey Thompson, and your goal goal is to go to the NFL. Like you played fairly well at Texas, but at the end of the day, you lost to Kansas and you didn't meet expectations. So you're looking to to start new and to enter a program that's going to put you in a position to win. By all indications this year, Nebraska will be in positions to win. Whether you want to look at the schedule, the coaching changes, the transfer portal, the guys returning, Nebraska will be in a position to win. And Casey Thompson is going to be at the forefront of that. That's why we can talk about Chubba Purdy and Logan Smothers all you want, but I just do not see a scenario where Casey Thompson isn't going into week zero and he has been named the starting quarterback for at least two, three, four weeks. You're going to go in and you're going to say, this is our guy. And I know people like Chubba Purdy, and I think there's going to be a quarterback competition. I know people like Logan Smothers. I love Logan Smothers. I think that it was he was done dirty in that Iowa game, and I think Logan Smothers put Nebraska in a position to win, and they absolutely should have won that game. For a redshirt freshman to be thrown into that position in the last week of the season against a team that was 8-3 and three and ended up winning the Big Ten West, and for you to be up by 20 going into the fourth quarter as a redshirt freshman, I am all for Logan Smothers. But he's not Casey Thompson. He hasn't proven it at the Power 5 level. He hasn't played in the Power 5 at a Big 12 school that has expectations that are as high, if not higher, than Nebraska. And that that's the th- other thing that people are looking at. It's not easy being the starting quarterback at, at Nebraska. It's not easy being the starting quarterback at Texas. Casey Thompson is going to be put in a position to win, and we will go into Week 0 saying that he is the starting quarterback, and I am excited to see it. I'm excited to see it, too. I don't know if I agree as much as being put into a position to win. I think that there's a lot of, uh, you know, obviously a softer schedule, but there's a lot of questions, especially with the offensive line, that Casey Thompson's going to need, in fact, more help than Adrian needed from the offensive line, at least in the passing game, right? Obviously, you, you ask quite a bit out of out of your, your guys up front if you're going to do some quarterback runs and uh, open up some holes for you and, and not to take some, some big hits there. But uh, we expect to see a lot less of that with Casey Thompson, right. more of a uh, hand 
handoff or sling it type of guy. Uh, and in, you know, I'm just worried about that offensive line still. And then as excited as we can get for all the additions at, you know, wide receiver and running back, uh, I think that they may have come up a few short on the offensive line. We'll see. Some of those guys can progress. Uh, obviously, right. uh, Donovan Rilo was brought in to change the mentality. Which he, he should. He does. He's got a different uh, kind of mentality to him. And maybe that can can change a lot for Nebraska. Maybe this offensive line can go from one of the worst in the Big Ten to one of the best in the Big Ten, uh, or at least in the <laughs> at least a spot play that way, or at least you know kind of middle pack of the Big Ten is all you can probably fairly expect. But um, you know, I, I I still kind of hinge on that offensive line and think if you told me Nebraska's got an upper tier Big Ten offensive line. What do you expect the season to be? And then I can get on board with your prediction of like eight, nine wins. But give it to me. I'm not sure if I believe in that, or at least I have to I have to see it first. Oh, and then the other thing is is special teams, which have been a disaster. Um, they've added gracious. Bill Bush as the def- as the special teams which coordinator. Should help you would hope. You hope helps, but again, it's it's kind of you know in your fifth year, it's kind of well, I'm gonna wait and see until I believe. Um, so there's still gonna be some problems, and I, I think it's also a given that the defense is just going to be as good or better because it seems like that's been the natural progression of things under Eric Shenander. It, it kind of has done that uh, thing that you talk about with Scott Frost where you're progressively getting a little bit better and a little bit better mm-hmm. year in and year out. Well, at some point, you you, you lose a lot, and, and, and they did. And, and, and so you lose two grown men at safety, obviously. You're all-American uh, nickel guy and JoJo Doman, your run stuffer up there, and Damian Daniels, uh, just a lot of guys – uh, obviously, Cam Taylor Britt, a special a special guy out there at cornerback. Now they've added some pieces. Oshan Mathis, you expect to have a better pass rush, but I don't know how if they're going to be able to be as good as last year's defense, which was solid. Um, you know, altogether the numbers weren't great, um, but at times, obviously, helped Nebraska stay in games. Oklahoma you shut down Michigan, Michigan State, State. The, yeah, you know, those sort of games, especially early on in the season. Um, so I, that's why I, I'm still hesitant to say that Casey Thompson's going to be brought in a position to win, but he is being brought into an offense that suits him. Um, and, and, Bingo. you know, like he was, he was, he was picked for that reason out of the transfer portal. Now they went after some other guys and, and maybe uh, swung and mu- missed a few times. Um, but that was happen. before Casey was in the transfer right. portal too. So uh, it's kind of interesting. You would wonder if given all the options in the transfer portal, if he would have been there first, he would, well, as, as athletic on. directors like to say, he's my first, he wouldn't well, be our first option. No, I don't think come so, on. but he would be, uh, you know, have he'd to figure top. he'd be pretty close there for this offense that they're installing. Uh, 402, 464, 5685, Honda Lincoln hotline, Sarah Heyman, text line. We want to hear from you guys. Going to get to some of these texts. UNL student Cole says Casey had six touchdowns against Kansas. Was not his fault. Thomas and Lincoln reiterates that. Truly, I love Thompson. It was the defense and play calls that cost Texas the KU game. Uh, That's absolutely true. Pete and Seward says, I think having a viable running game protects your quarterback more. Defenses can't just constantly decide to just blitz and bring pressure when you have to be afraid of getting gassed by the run. I think that's absolutely true. And then Andrew says, can the offensive line be worse in pass blocking than last year? Is it even possible? Going off of that, Andrew, too. Bach and I watched that Oklahoma game, which I think is the best standard that you can compare the two teams because it's the only team that they both played last year, Texas and Nebraska. Casey Thompson's offensive line at Texas was abysmal. It was as bad, if not worse, than Nebraska. So it's I don't not know like about that. It, Bach, it was bad. In the Oklahoma it was game, bad. they were overmatched. It, it was admit. completely, it was, it was awful. So I, I think he's coming from a place that 
didn't have a great offensive line. Not that that helps, but at least you're like, okay, he's not coming from the best offensive line in the country. Now he's going to be throwing the Nebraska offensive line. But this is the question. He certainly I had ask better you. weaponry at, at he Texas. Did. Which he did is something that probably should be be considered. Xavier Worthy, right. one of the best wide receivers in the nation. Obviously, Bajon Robinson. Maybe the best running back in the nation. Marcus Washington following him, though. Enjoy. Marcus Washington also nice. helped out on that team. Did help out? Hey, he's in Nebraska. Uh, what was the uh, – oh, no, forget it. The, the former uh, Nebraska commit, Joshua Moore, was actually on that team for a while, too, until he got in a fight with his wide receiver coach. I completely forgot about that, actually, but that is correct. Thomas and Lincoln, it was way worse. I Listen, it, it was a bad offensive line, and, and statistics will show you that, but uh, Pro Football Focus also didn't love Nebraska's offensive line. Here's the interesting question, and I want to ask you this, Bach, because – I know we get kind of wrapped into the local media, and we are part of this, and a lot of what we say is what we go off of. Does it mean anything to you that national publications are already considering Casey Thompson the starter? Because we've had this discussion extensively, at least over the past couple weeks. People are high on Chubba Purdy. We, we've heard things within the program. that the, the, the coaches are high on Chubba Purdy. But by all indications, the national outlets have already claimed Casey Thompson the starter. When you look at ESPN Plus's rankings of starting quarterbacks at Power 5 schools, Casey Thompson has already been decided the starter. Are we reading too much into this? Are we creating a quarterback battle that's not necessarily there? Because I would not be surprised, to be honest with you, within the next maybe three, four weeks, we know the starter. Because you got, I mean, we're we're less than fifty days out of the the Dublin Northwestern game, which is awesome to say, and I am so pumped up because oh, I'm yeah. telling you right now, Nebraska's starting three and zero. I don't care what anyone says; they're not losing to Northwestern. They're terrible, and they're not losing to opponents that don't even play in the Power Five. Get out of here, Nebraska's starting three and zero. Give it to me. I don't care who the starting quarterback is. You could throw Nick Sainer to starting quarterback. We're beating <laughs> those three games. We're starting out three and zero. Give me that all day. But I think. Not that we're creating a quarterback competition that isn't there because there will be a quarterback competition. I can, I'm all for it, and I think that there should be. But listen, in the next four weeks, if Casey Thompson's named the starter, it wouldn't surprise me at all. It no. wouldn't. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think it's the expectation. And, you know, it, it, it again goes back to what was the goal in the offseason? What was your goal in the transfer portal? To be honest, if they had Logan Smothers and they just brought in Chubba Purdy, who didn't have a whole lot of experience. About as much as Logan. Level, yeah, about as much as Logan. I think the the excitement meter for this season uh, would be considerably lower. Really? Like, you have no clue yeah, what you're going with you're right. at quarterback here. That's interesting. So even if Chubba or 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 Logan or I guess Heinrich Harper even, if one of those guys beat out Casey Thompson – then you feel like they've earned their keep. Like they've they've taken down a starter that threw twenty four touchdowns last year that has the potential Played just to well. go off on people. Yeah. And you'll feel better about it because that's I mean, that's what it is. They went and they got a starter out of the transfer portal. Which fans asked for starter. Well Which they fans needed. asked for. Well, not right. only fans asked for, but I'm sure Trev Alberts asked for right. it. said, you know, if if you're gonna lose Adrian, you've got to you gotta put yourself in a position to make this all worth it. it you, you know, you can't right. get a guy that say, okay, well, first year starter will progress him, and then next year he'll be ready to go. You don't have that time. You need you need a guy that's ready to to fire now and uh, fire away now, I should say. And that's what Casey Thompson is. So for anybody, I guess like it, it's like J T. Daniels at, at West Virginia. I assume J T. Daniels is a starter. They went out and got a, a starter <laughs> like capable guy. Yeah. From the national championship team, um, who's played at the Power Five level, played plenty at the Power Five level. 
do I know who their backup is? No, I don't need to know a whole lot about much uh, more than that from the outside. I will say this. There usually is a surprise or two um, that will surprise the national media with a, a, you know, a starting spot here and there, but um, it's pretty rare. So, I mean, I don't, I don't think that we're making up or trying to create a quarterback controversy. I think that there um, will be, you know, I, I think probably kind of an open competition, but it's not an sure open competition be. where you divide the snaps 30-30-30. Like, Casey's got a huge lead in this thing, and it's as he should to take that starting spot. As he should. And and this is where it gets really interesting. And I'm going to ask you this, too, and I want to ask the text line, 402-464-5685. Say Casey Thompson's the starter week zero, which I think that he should be. Say Nebraska starts out 3-0, which by all indications, listen, it is much more likely that they do start out 3-0 that they don't. Let, let's be honest with each other. Yeah. I know we're, we're – we remember the Illinois game, as we should. That's in the back of our minds. Some of us are, are a little bit hurt by that still. You should start out 3-0. If Casey Thompson doesn't look that great, can you move on from him? That's the problem. Is in, in the Scott Frost era, you've mentioned it a lot, Buck. Not only have they not started 3-0, they haven't won three straight football games. Yeah. At all. That that's what I'm worried is like no matter what happens in those first three games, you're kinda you have your guy. Because I don't think it matters whoever out of those three you start, you should win your first three games. And if you start out three and oh, that's something that has not been done in the Scott Frost era. Yeah. You gotta I, stick with him. I I mean Roll just with because him. that hasn't been done doesn't mean it's a, a crazy accomplishment. So um, ah, you'd be buzzing, Bach. <laughs> You'll be excited if that happens. I hope so. I, I'm excited to talk to Robin Washington of On3 Sports. Uh, Fred Hoiberg talked to the media today. I think Robin was there, so we'll break it down with him. Coming up next here on The Block.